is in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. I think I've set a new record for outing myself as the workplace lunatic. Oh, oh, tell us more. <laughs> well, I've only been in my new job for, what, maybe three months? Mm. I reckon two weeks in, people just had me pegged like, oh, he wasn't like this in the interview. <laughs> he, well, he sounded really professional in the, the interview. The mask slips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we're all still working remotely as a hangover from COVID. Okay, yes. And, of course... They asked me, so John, how do you deal with stress? Mm. And I had not been listening. <laughs> I just zone out. I've perfected my yeah. I'm listening but I'm not listening face. Oh my lord, do you actually do you actually have your Zoom meetings with the camera on? Oh yeah, we have it's mandatory camera on. Oh, that's a bit rude. Well, it's accountable, but you know, they're on. Oh. Now now to make that even worse, I have worn this ask me about my butthole shirt and forgot I was wearing it. <laughs> During a Zoom meeting with the chief executive's department, and people ask me, what's on your shirt, John? Uh, ask me about my uh, yeah, unemployment <laughs> check. <laughs> but no, they, they asked me, how do you deal with stress, John? I had not been listening. Yeah. So, of course, I have to revert back to the only thing I know what to do, which is to try and talk my way out of things. Okay. Oh, God. I start, because I'm so maladaptive. In okay. every way. And yep. I've just been like, oh, you know, meditation. And it's like just bullshit. Just- no one believes that you're meditating for a minute. I know. It's it's a phonetically similar. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I look at you, I straight away, I, I'm like, oh, like the angry screams of the backpackers in my basement as I torment them. Yeah. <laughs> is what I think you do for like, ah. Oh. But if they can just literally spot the point in the meeting where I've given up. Mm-hmm. trying to lie to them. And I've just said, I deal with stress like a man. I internalise it until one day I'm snapping and sending out parcel bombs <laughs> with notes attached from my typewriter. That <laughs> just looked at me like, well, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and thank God he doesn't have a pass to the office. <laughs> yeah, I can actually watch... Like dominoes, the yeah. message because like the internet's slow, so like, so you see people getting the messages slower. Like what, what? It's like guess who? Like watching the faces fall down. Everyone changing their address to a PO box on their work company. <laughs> uh, can I get some mail receiving tongs, please? <laughs> oh my lord! Okay, well you know, yeah. Meh. Well, you know, this is what I hate so much about. It. It's like all the bullshit. I wish we could just be like. Honest and genuine with each other. Yeah, I don't mean it when I threaten to send everyone a parcel bomb. Oh, you you don't mean it? No. Oh. Actually, I saw a great meme today, and <laughs> it was from the original uh, Star uh, Star Wars film. Oh yeah. And so <laughs> someone has just got me. my favorite bit of Star Wars is where Darth Vader loses his shit in a in a staff meeting and chokes another employee <laughs> choking that guy around the table and I was just like ah, oh my god yes <laughs> and he can do it via Zoom meeting too we've seen him do it I know <laughs> <laughs> fuck he just oh he's the best oh my god oh, how, oh do you know who you would um, choke first through Zoom oh god hmm 
It's a big question. It is a big question. Yeah. I don't, I don't, and I don't mean spank choke. Like, I don't mean like a Pedro Pascal. Yeah, daddy. Oh. Choke me harder. Like. Yeah, no. I'm, I mean, I'm in showbiz, but I'm not that in showbiz. <laughs> that I can remote Weinstein people. <laughs> like I'm one of the, what are they, Project MK Ultra. <laughs> Oh, I'm fucking astral traveling to touch boobies. Oh my god! If I could like set people on fire with my mind, oh yeah. Oh my god! So many cars just on the road would catch fire because just people who were driving forty in a sixty zone, like people who drive right up your ass. Oh my god! And then all these Teslas are just doing it on their own. You're thinking, is there someone else like me? <laughs> yeah, oh my God, somebody out there has the power. <laughs> and you meet and have a date and you both set each other on fire. <laughs> Come on, baby, light my fear. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's good to have supernatural powers. Uh, yeah, so that's that would be your supernatural power? No, my supernatural power, and I've thought about this like long and hard, yeah. and I know exactly what I want. What? I want to be able to suck the life force and the years and the health out of people oh. and either like have it for myself or give it to other people or like suck disease out of people and put it into other people. So basically the plot of The Green Mile. <laughs> you you want to be that cornbread. And the bread. dark crystal. You want to be the cornbread. No, but I want to do it in like a super superhero s- kind of. suck the STI out of... <laughs> Out of Forrest Gump's dick. <laughs> you had to make it weird, all right? You I'm not the one who made it weird. I like pointing my fingers at them. Like, yeah. he, didn't, he grabbed his dick. There's no dick grabbing, all right, in my scenario. Only remotely via your astral <laughs> traveling dream. Log in. Ghost <laughs> wristy. Everything, it's no, there's no wristying. It's just, you know, your fingers jiggle. I think. I think the ability to give it to other people, Mm. the good to other people. I think that's central to what is otherwise insane megalomania. (laughs) I think the the fact that you've added some socialism to it is good. Yeah, like don't keep me wrong. I'll keep a couple of years for myself here and there. You know, put them in the bank. Um, But just things like I'd like to take like disease out of, you know, kids or, you know, people who've been injured in war and sort of take that disease and like put it in Pedos or the Republican Party. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. Whole bunch of very diseased old men in positions of power. Yes. Just, yeah. you will find this. Your dick will not be fully operational <laughs> after this. <laughs> <laughs> and then just finger electricity, like, <laughs> limp dick into them. <laughs> straight Sim- in their dick. <laughs> Severely limited power. <laughs> Yeah. Severely limp dick <laughs> with the herp. <laughs> As fucking Samuel L. Jackson blows out the window. <laughs> Never. Oh my lord! Oh my god! Speaking of getting rid of the rich, which you know is a favourite pastime of mine. Yeah. Because we've often called for you know the poor and the middle class to to rise up and eat the rich. Oh, we're practically Rob Spear. Oh, my God. Can we talk about the Titanic? The gift <laughs> that keeps giving and giving and giving. Now, 110 years later, sounds like it's still killing millionaires. Woo! Billionaires. Billionaires. Even better. What an investment. 
Oh my lord! For those who haven't heard, because of course you know there is there's a world crisis at the moment. People can't afford to like eat, and homelessness has gone through the roof. Yeah. So this is prime time that you should spend somewhere between half a million dollars to a million dollars on yourself to sit in a boat with other billionaires and go down and look at the Titanic for an hour, you know, because that's money well spent in your community. Um, Turns out uh, they went down, lost all communication, and now they're sitting somewhere at the bottom of the ocean with only a few hours left to live. Yeah. Can you imagine... Ah! Can you imagine the craven double de- double cross packs they're making with Satan right oh now? Oh my lord! No, no, I gave you my soul to be rich, <laughs> but can we remortgage that soul? Yeah, whatever I've got left, whatever I've got <laughs> left, I've got some shandy glasses. <laughs> I own about a thousand people in the I've Philippines. Got this piss bottle. <laughs> uh, have you have you seen? There's a there's a bit of footage getting around on TikTok at the moment mm. of the submarine. As it was being developed. I don't know how long ago this was. Yeah. But long enough ago to be prophetic. Yeah. Basically. Okay. So they, they, there's a there's an interviewer talking to the guy who is currently down at the bottom of the ocean trapped in this thing. Oh, yes, yes. And he's looking at this submersible that he's got. Yeah. Which is basically a fucking steel pipe. Yeah. With no comforts in it whatsoever. No, it's a yoga mat. Yeah, basically a yoga mat and a, and a Coke bottle to piss in. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And he's just going, look, this is a great idea, but so much of this looks really ghetto. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got the light from uh, this camping store. And um, he's using just construction steel for ballast, like just rusty construction steel for ballast. The best part is he's got what looks to be like an Xbox Gen 1 controller. You're charging half a million dollars. You can shop better than cash converters. Yeah. Do like, better than a Porsche. He's, liter- he's literally got what looks like a Gen 1 Xbox controller for the master controls. Right? And this guy's just like, oh, yeah, we've got all, all these off the shelf products. You know, we've made it. We've made it. And the, even the interviewer is just like going, this is like some MacGyver shit. Like, are you serious? You that, that, that's what you do to escape from the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. It's not what you put your life in to yeah. head to the bottom of the ocean. And cut to. Five billionaires at the bottom of the ocean, <laughs> where they belong. Damn straight. Oh my god. Oh my god. What's better than five billionaires at the bottom of the ocean? Ten billionaires <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean. Oh my god. Wow. I didn't know about like the Xbox controller. You know what? I would be fucked for those who know me. You know that I love Halo, but the bits I hate the most is where you've got to drive the <sighs> Jeep. Or the Puma for the red versus blue fans. Yeah. Like I have one nary a battle where I have just driven in reverse <laughs> through an alien encampment <laughs> because I can't quite get the hang of going forward. Are you one of those people that if you had to control this thing and they gave you a police station to control, you'd be like, oh, fuck. What? No, like I would be better than like, you know, like with a mouse click and pointing. <laughs> ASDF. Shift to scoot. <laughs> no, but like I can like I can like biohazard like I can relief my murder of crows and my electricity and shoot my gun and recharge and everything at the same time. Right. I'm just not good at driving forward. Yeah. You know. That's where you need a five year old kid that plays too much Fortnite to save you. Oh my god. <laughs> what are you gonna do, son? I'm gonna yeet us off the bottom of the ocean. Oh. Yeet! Oh my god, for any Halo fans, like seriously, like the more there's a reason I have never finished Halo, the original Halo, above, like, 
the disabled level because I cannot do the final one, which is the more. I've done it once and it took me like five years because it's just all driving. And you, it's not just driving. You've got to drive in a hurry against a clock. Yeah. And you can't go in reverse. I tried. <laughs> the one thing that I love the most about this situation at the bottom of the ocean at the moment yes, is that, you know, for all the innovation and stuff that billionaires go on about. Yeah. Nothing innovates faster than the dark humour and memes around <laughs> their situation. Because I think I heard about the situation maybe like late last night. Yeah. And within about three minutes of that newspaper story, or yeah. the story hitting the news, my friends were texting me. And it's just like, and this is where comedians are the worst people in the world. Excellent. Well, we they're knew just that. fucking yeah. so bleak. Mm-hmm. One of my friends just straight away is just like, when you ask for the Titanic, but you get the Poseidon adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's absolute gold. I tell you, I cannot wait for the James Cameron film about this. Well, that's the thing. James Cameron's not fucking dumb enough to try and go down to the bottom of the ocean in a thing with an Xbox controller. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, at least he did it with, you know, he he went to the yeah. real shop. Yeah, he's, <laughs> a, legi- real he's a legitimate explorer. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking rich people, rich eh? Rich people. Oh my god! The sooner they set, they put all of them in a rocket and blast it to the moon, the better. Yeah, keep building it, Elon. Yeah. Oh my god! All aboard! Yeah. Toot toot! Oh my lord! But you know what? It's so weird talking about just the weird collection of people that you meet in life. Kind of brings us to the topic of this week. What's that? Look, you will meet some interesting people. On your time on Earth, some will amuse you, some will scare you, some will love you, and some will take your rotting, decomposing corpse, stuff it with rags, and make you their sex doll. But I do hey, not, I do not remember the eurythmic song sounding like that. Some of them will take your corpse and stick it in the mud. I don't remember that. <laughs> but hey, that's just the crazy ride called life, man. Uh-huh. That's the crazy ride. In this week's episode, we look at a German radiology technician who fell in obsession with a patient at the Key West Hospital. An obsession that physically continued seven years after her death. Oh. In this week's episode of Riches to Rags. Oh, God. God. So hang on, this guy. Or. Yeah. Will you love me when I'm 64 rags and a coat hanger? Oh. If you like pina coladas <laughs> and the smell of formaldehyde. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and we have to give a very uh, big shout out to Renee. Renee actually sent this to me. This was her suggestion of this would make a good episode. So there you go. We deliver. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Well, I actually started reading. There was actually a few um, suggestions in her list. And this is the first one that I started reading. And I actually just became so fixated on this one. I was like, no. (sighs) And then I sort of like did some like Googling and found an article. Then I found another article. Then I found another article. And before you knew it, I'd accidentally researched an episode. There you go. So So we just went with it. Thank you, Renee. Shiny new logo sticker on its way to you, I dare say. If you do have ideas, send them through. Oh, yeah. Love it. Oh, actually, we've had some amazing suggestions. Yeah. Um, oh, Spooky Boy can't wait for us to cover the thing. Done. Um, I've had that episode on hold for a while because I've got to try to, like, 
cut it down because so far it's like eight million pages because I find every fact yeah. fascinating. Also, it's pretty much both our favorite films. Well, your your top five. It yeah. is it is my favorite film. Yeah. So we want to do it. We want to do it right. Yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to. That's also the one day we're gonna have to cover um, Aliens. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's my favorite film of all time. So that's like a million pages. I'm trying to. I'm still trying to learn the baseline. Dong, dong, dong. I'm going to play that the whole time. I'm just going to sit here with a bass and just play that the whole time. X- oh, dun, my dun. God. Yes. Okay. And then, oh my- I, then I need like a little synthesizer going. <laughs> dun, dun. The whole time. The only thing is, though, Jack could not be here in the week that we record it. That's your dog. Yes. He can, you're, No dogs allowed while we record it. Because <laughs> I can't. And I'm still traumatized by that scene. My dog, your bitch. <sighs> <laughs> you get what I was saying. <laughs> Two points to John. Carl Tanzler was born on February the 8th in 1877 in Dresden, Germany. I know you're looking at me to make a joke. I'm not touching it. <laughs> Although in different stages of his life, he would go by the names George Carl Tanzler. Oh. Carl Tanzler von Kassel. And at one stage, he referred to himself as Count Karl Tanzler von Kossel. That's amazing. <laughs> so if you ever meet anyone who claims that they're a Count or a Von anything, just yeah. walk away. Yeah. Just walk away. It's it's not going up from there. It's only going down. It's like anyone that gets Australia Day honours and accepts them. Yeah. Oh, my name's Bill OAM. Get fucked. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. And this may surprise you. He was not a count. Oh, no. I know. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> One rotting corpse. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very dark period in Sesame Street. <laughs> it's during the great Coke shortage. All the fun stuff disappeared. They got on the smack. It was bad. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say it was in the COVID years when they were trying to break it gently to the children. <laughs> One Ah, 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 mug bag. <laughs> Cover your mouth, Count. Where's your mask? <laughs> As a child, Carl told his family that a dead family ancestor... Just quickly. Yes. Which of the Sesame Street characters do you think would have gone full anti-vax MAGA? Oh, Bert. I reckon Bert and Ernie definitely. Ernie, to me, strikes me as like an NPR listening, full-on lefty like guy who like shops at the bodega... All that kind of stuff. Whereas Bert, definitely a 4chan reactionary. Yeah. He's into pigeons and shit. He's fucking, he's got some neurodivergence going on. He's deep into the fucking QAnon. Yeah. Definitely. I reckon Big Bird, because he's impressionable, you know. No. He's big. He would have been targeted by like full chicken hawk types and be like, look at the size of this cunt. Let's fucking get him on our side. <laughs> Suddenly Big Bird's got a shaved head. Oh, yeah. Poor little gullible. He w- yeah. he just wanted to make friends, man. He's he like, didn't mean any harm. He just wanted to make friends. Yeah, he's like turned his nest into like a shape that looks like a sonorad. <laughs> no, because you know what? And then it would take like Snuffy would just show up in tears and it would rip down the Nazi flag from <laughs> <laughs> from his little nest. Oscar the Grouch turns out to be the only reasonable one and he shelters all the Mexicans and the Jews in his bin. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like he just hoards all the toilet then paper down we find out his there. last name is really Schindler. Oscar Schindler. Oh! Oscar oh Bindler. Oh, there we go. There's some merch. 
Oh no, we'll get hunted by Mossad yeah, if we do that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm stepping out of that t-shirt. So, I just came out of a weekend of watching Schindler's List and then Munich. I just wanted to see some righteous fucking retribution. It was good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, there's there is nothing as rewarding as watching a, a like a fucking Nazi getting punched in the face. Exactly. Woo! Sorry for derailing you with that strange little bend. Well, that's a, that's what he said. <coughs> as a child, <laughs> the worst sex ever. I was derailed. <laughs> oh, with a strange think- little bend. <laughs> Just things come out of you. A baby? I don't know. Oh. Regrets fall out of you like Legos. <laughs> Sounds like we're teen years. As a child, he told his family that a dead family ancestor, who he claimed was Countess Anna Constantina von Kossel. Oh, God. Revealed to him a vision of his one true love, a dark-haired, exotic beauty. That was code in that era of Germany for... I was going to say, in my ancestor would be code and they would just bring out like a long-haired Maine Coon cat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! I'm just thinking like in anti-Semitic late 1800s Germany is like a ghost told me to fall in love with a Jew. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, no, it's just exotic means anybody who's not white. Yeah, pretty much. Basically. Carl found himself flittering around the world studying this and that until he found himself in Australia studying weather patterns when World War I began. That's fucking random. Yeah. Being a German citizen, he and other Germans in Australia were gathered together in observation camps for the duration of the war. Yeah, internment camps. Yes. We've, we renamed towns everything. Yes, mm. yes. Um, but Carl didn't like the camp much. <laughs> I am not a fan. This internment is, is interminable. I will von Kassel my way out of here. <laughs> Zero stars. I'll wait for it. Oh, my God. See, this this guy is, I mean, his whole life, even just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just wander. I'm just going to sail about and I'll study the weather. So he, his head might be a little bit up in the clouds, you know. Mm-hmm. So his big, ex, okay, so I'm, I'm in a observation camp. Yes. Okay. Think of this. The Great Escape would have been a very different film if this guy was involved. Okay. Uh, so Carl didn't like the camp much. So he and another prisoner planned to escape. How do you think they decided this is the foolproof way to escape their observation <coughs> camp and flee Australia in the middle of a world war? <laughs> okay, we need to get a disguise. <laughs> so what we do is we shave our moustaches and we take our monocles out. <laughs> And we walk around looking very unwell like British people. <laughs> you know what? The plan isn't even that good. Oh, God. Carl and his friend decided that they would escape in a sailboat. Uh, okay. There were no sailboats where they were interned, but that was their plan. Okay. Oh, so they were going to sail away from Australia 
in the middle of the war, certainly not a problem, <laughs> and just travel about it's to non-camp Are you places. sure they're not rich and entitled royals? Because that's a pretty fucking dumb plan. <laughs> but would you believe the sailboat plan never came to fruition? No. Or, I don't know, unless he was thought he was going to try and MacGyver, like, oh my God, like these fucking billions. Yes, I'll just pop down and look at the Titanic. What could go wrong? I have a game controller and a shopping bag. Which, back in those days, would have been one of those cups with a ball on a string. <laughs> do you have the flappy paddle ball? Yes, I do. We're going to the Titanic. <laughs> Hold your breath. Down they go. <laughs> Oh, sadly, never came to fruition. Damn. Oh, and instead ended up in the camp for the entirety of the war. <laughs> After the war, Karl Tanzler found himself back in Germany looking for his mother, whom he had not heard from since the outbreak of the war. Mm, that doesn't bode well. But eventually, he found her alive. <coughs> and well... <laughs> And he lived with her in Germany for three years. Carl also met and married Doris Schaefer. Twelve years his junior. That's pretty standard back then. They quickly welcomed a child, Aisha Tanzia, and Clarista Tanzler two years later. Aisha Tanzia. Mm-hmm. He fucking picked up some bogan shit in Australia, didn't he? <laughs> this is my daughter, Tamika. Tirana. Tirana, yeah. And this is uh, this is uh, fucking Pandora. Because she's a jewel. It's, it, it's my other daughter, Manara. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Carl's sister had immigrated to the United States. And Carl's mother suggested he do the same. There you go. How much of a nutbag are you <laughs> when your mum is actively like, you should... You should try another continent, mate. <laughs> Far fucking away yeah. from me. It wasn't the war keeping her a mystery from him. She no, just wasn't returning just those letters. Didn't pick up the phone. She never left the house. She was there the entire time. What? I didn't get your letters. Kicks them into the fire. <laughs> so in 1926, Carl Tanzler sailed from Rotterdam to Havana, Cuba. Jesus, he has been around. From there, he travelled to Zephyr Hills in Florida and his wife and children joining him later in the year. What is it with all these people that travel without their wife and kids? Mm. I'm just going to go set up in another continent with no telecommunications, mm. terrible disease, very, mm. very, even an unreliable post. Mm. See you in a few years. And then, like, they fucking show up. I think that was, like, the secret to, like, how the world continued because you'd have like you all you'd have to do is put up with them for just until you got pregnant yeah that as soon as you're impregnated they could fuck off you didn't have to deal with each other yeah like seals yeah yeah but you're still you know you'd send back a dollar here and there yeah you, you're done you'd have to put up with each other dear martyr <laughs> <laughs> the clouds in australia are fantastic <laughs> here's a shiny shekel I'm sitting here dreaming of the sailboat that I would have liked to have had 20 years ago to sail away. Oh, Lord. So they all joined him in Florida in 1926. In 1927, Carl Tanzler up and left his family behind again 
how often do you have to move before she gets the hint? Wow. So he up and left his family again, moving himself to Key West, where he took a job as a radiology technician under the name of Carl von Kossel at a US Marine hospital. Wow. Qualifications for this being? <laughs> I couldn't find anywhere that went into his qualifications. Yeah. I don't know how he went from clouds and lovely to x-ray technician. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess it was the 20s. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. There's a lot of people dead. Read this pamphlet. What could go wrong? It's only radiation. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Maria Elena Milagro de Hoya was born in 1909. Her father, a cigar maker, her mother, a homemaker, had moved with their three daughters to Florida. Hmm. In 1930, age 21, her mother took her to the U.S. Marine Hospital when she became ill. The illness that she suffered was not enough to blind Carl Tanzler, who fell in love on sight, as he instantly recognised his true love as revealed in his boyhood visions. Oh, God, how old was this girl? Okay, let me give you... I actually got some pictures. I'm a product of the South Australian education system, so I can't do maths. Okay. Okay. Well, so this was, uh, she was born in 1909. Oh, God. So this is like 1928. Yes. Oh, no. No, 1927. Okay. So she's 18. Yeah. Um, so. He was like 50-something? Oh, yeah, no, sorry, I take it back. Sorry, no, this was in 1930. Sorry, oh, yeah, you're making me skip ahead. Oh, ah. so, this, so this was in 1930, so she was 21. Okay, here's a picture of the two of them when they met. Okay. There's Maria. There's Maria. At the top. Yep. Okay. And... It's a bit of a dish. Oh, yeah, she was considered uh, very much the local beauty. Yes. And here we've got Carl. Holy shit. Do you know these people, like, even when they're, like, 40, they look 80? Yeah. He very much looks like Sigmund Freud. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he was definitely going. Yeah, which is, you know, Freudian considering. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want Freudian, just you wait. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if Freud had anything about fucking a corpse. <laughs> Sometimes fucking a corpse is just fucking a corpse. <laughs> oh, Lord. Maria Elena was diagnosed with tuberculosis. Oh, sexy. In 1930. TB was considered an almost fatal disease at the time. And eventually this disease would, in fact, go on to take most of her immediate family. Holy shit. The family, gripped with despair, must have felt blessed when Carl Tanzler, or Carl Von Tanzler, yeah. showed up at the family's door as he had taken a keen interest in their daughter's finger-waggle case. Oh, God. And Carl Tanzler assured the family that with all of his what he claimed to be 
finger waggle medical knowledge said that he wanted the chance to treat and cure Maria Elena's TB. Carl Tanzler brought a lot of his X-ray equipment to the house. Oh, no way. What's he going to fucking do? Turn her into the fucking Hulk? (laughs) And various other electrical equipment to the family's home. So it's like a B-movie. He's just got that little thing. He goes, (laughs) and a bubbling thing and... (laughs) <laughs> I'm not actually convinced that it's going to be the TB that's going to kill her. I think it could be the radiation yeah. from the 800 x-rays yeah. he is taking of her. Like, what the fuck? She doesn't need an x-ray. Oh, my God. Ugh. So he bought all of this fancy electrical equipment. He also had her drink a variety of finger quaggle medicines oh. and herbal tonics. Oh, God. But it wasn't just finger waggle medical care. The love struck <sighs> x ray technician was showering on Maria Elena. Oh no. He also showered her with lavish and expensive gifts of jewellery, clothes, and perfumes. That's what someone dying of TB needs, mm. isn't it? Oh, my God. Wow, look, new sweatpants. Excellent. (laughs) A Pandora bracelet. (laughs) Which I can barely lift owing to my failing respiratory system. (laughs) Maybe a hanky? (laughs) (laughs) This is a genuine knockoff Prada bag. I picked it up in the island of Bali. (laughs) For when you're feeling (coughs) finger waggle. Better. <laughs> What's your opinion, Doctor? Oh, when I get that feeling, I need the sexual healing. Sexual healing. Medical sexual <laughs> healing. Finger waggle. Medical. <laughs> just imagine every time he had some kind of over-the-top reaction, his monocle just went... <laughs> like sounds of a cuckoo clock going off. Sadly, that's <laughs> what ended up killing her. A monocle in the throat. <laughs> Uh, So he showered her with lavish gifts. He then, this is the other thing you need when you're like 21 (laughs) and some creepy old doctor is x-raying you 18 times a day. Yeah. He professed his love to her. There's a reason that's illegal. Yeah. Uh, There is nothing on record... That shows Maria Elena reciprocated any of Carl Tanzler's feelings. Yeah, I don't know if people understand power dynamics in this world, but a hot Latino woman mm-hmm. does not need to settle for a strange-looking Austrian fucking, or he's from Germany. But then how do you explain the Catherine Cedar-Jones-Michael Douglas wedding? Because Michael Douglas is incredibly rich, and we know from his cancer that Mothman eats, eats the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Look, that being saying, I've seen Jewel of the Nile. We're romancing the Stone. Yeah. We were all in love with him. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, now, this is going to be some shocking news. Okay. She knocked him back? Despite his best efforts <laughs> and complete lack of medical training, Carl was unable oh. to save Maria Elena, and she succumbed to the disease six months after diagnosis. 
dying in her parents' home on October the 25th, 1931. Now, did she really die or did she like ghost him and like give him a fake corpse? Like giving someone a phone, like the fake phone number. <laughs> Just like an old maid happened yeah. to die. And it's like, quick, put the, quick, put the pet daughter bracelets on her. Hey, you you can totally call me, but just call me tomorrow when I'm not here. And uh, here's my number. <laughs> Carl Tanzler told the family that he insisted on paying for the funeral. Okay. And he commissioned the construction of a large above-ground mausoleum in the Key West Cemetery. It's a bit over the top. <laughs> this is a bit too much from you, Doctor. Yeah, and probably not terribly respectful of their uh, Cubano ways. Look, I'd just be happy to get one that, like, bulk build. Yeah. To be honest, let alone to, like, would build me a mausoleum after they killed me. After yeah. inappropriately hitting on me for the last six months of my life. After he irradiates her to death. <laughs> oh. How can I set this thing to just, revo- just reveal her under the nightclothes? <laughs> oh my God, I always wanted a woman that I could see in the dark. Oh, the pleasures. And I don't even have to turn on the lights. I don't even need my special monocle. <laughs> What he probably didn't tell them was there was only one key to the mausoleum. Oh, no. And that was held in secret by Carl Tanzler. Get fucked. He's Jimmy Savile in this shit. Carl Tanzler began to secretly visit Maria Elena each night. Alone in her mausoleum and would stay there. Leaving just before dawn. (laughs) He could be seen by his glowing dick. (laughs) (laughs) The family knew that he was visiting the tomb, but presumably were unaware of him entering the tomb. Or their daughter. (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst Indiana Jones I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Tanifa. Oh, my God. That's not a hat he's reaching out for. Oh, that is not a hat. (laughs) He's getting a handful of bugs, though. (laughs) 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 (sighs) Carl Tanzler would sing Spanish love songs to her. Oh, what fucking Spanish love songs did he know? (laughs) He's like, where my baby... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my baby smiles me, I go to Rio. Oh, I bet she died twice. This is like doing a Cliff Richard. There is a rose in Spanish Harlem. <laughs> Just come out, Cliff. <laughs> little monocle getting foggy as he gets excited. <laughs> oh, I need that sexual healing. <laughs> He's just there flicking the x-ray on and off. Oh, Oh, God. So he would sing his love songs to her and he claimed that his love, Maria Elena, would sing love songs to him. Uh, Okay. In Spanish. In Spanish. And that she asked him to take her away from the mausoleum. And this continued every night for almost... Two years. 
And could you imagine the poor goth kids who like stumbled in just trying to have like a little low key yeah. goth, you know, cemetery <laughs> like with their Ouija board and they see that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm so dark, man. I can quote like Edgar Allan Poe and I might get to feel her bra strap tonight. Out comes fucking Herbert von Corpse Fiddler. <laughs> with a glowing dick and his glowing. TV I have just been balls deep in a two-year dead Spanish woman. Like, hang up your fucking black cape, bloody Mr. Cure listener. Come to me while I sing the song of her people when my baby, <laughs> when my baby starts me, I go to Rio. Uh, he was truly the Morrissey of his day. Oh, my God. Uh, so this continued every night for almost two years. Oh, it's unbelievable. Who has the time? I don't. I. I just. I've got. I've got a day job, two podcasts, two cats. I don't have time to like wash the dishes. I ain't got corpse fiddling time. I know. Oh God, that's the dream. Speaking of that, our Patreon will be starting soon. So, <laughs> do you want some corpse fiddling time? These guys. It's corpse fiddling time. <laughs> There's oh more God. merch we're not making. Oh my God, I'm fondling. Everyone's grandma, <laughs> not mine. And there's your grandma will fondle me. You're not American. <laughs> this continued every night for almost two years oh. until until it's always a cleaner. It's always a janitor that finds them. Oh, you think you think the janitor's it's always work a in? janitor? Until Carl Tanzler lost his job at the hospital. For unspecified reasons mm. in the April of 1933. I've got some suspicions. He wasn't clocking in. He was all, you know, he just, there was like, oh, you've got to clock in. Like, oh, oh, but I've come in. I've already, I've been here like half an hour. Like, you know, or someone, it got someone else to clock in for him when he was running late. You think that's what it was? Yeah, hey? It's the cuckoo clock. Not taking his leave. Or he's just really got a taste for corpse fiddling. Do you think he, he on a Zoom meeting, he talked about sending <laughs> parcel bombs to people? <laughs> you think that's, that's what it Maybe. could be? Don't equate what I did out of desperation to a man that built a mausoleum so he could fondle Shakira's ghost. I'm just saying. <laughs> it quacks like a duck. It looks like a duck. This duck fucks corpses. <laughs> I just get awkward. You don't think he gets awkward? <laughs> this is how it starts, is what I'm saying. Anyway. Okay. Oh, Lord. So he'd lost his job, unspecified reasons. Yeah. And then one evening in April 1933, Carl Tanzler travelled to the cemetery dragging a child's toy wagon. The fuck? You know those little red wagons? Yeah. Yeah. He lifted Maria Elena's body onto the wagon and then dragged the wagon to an old airplane that he had bought and had remodeled the inside to create a medical laboratory of sorts. What the fuck? This this took a very serious turn. Although, if you've got plane buying money, yeah. rent a car. I love the fact that he's just going full Sandlot kids just, with this like just, little red wagon. Squeak, squeak with the one wheel that doesn't quite work. 
I had a friend. I'm going to start me a lemonade stand, mister. Can I? Whoa, there's a corpse on that thing. (laughs) I had a friend who, like, she basically, like, she lived her life that she would never walk at night because she's like, the people that walk at night are all freaks. Like, you never meet a normal person walking at night. No, I do a lot of my walking at night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, that goes triple for strange fucking German men that look like that look like psychiatrists. <laughs> yeah. With a child's thing and a fucking converted super rape lab. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm sure he put a towel over it or something. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not a monster. <laughs> not an animal. No. There's a nice little beach towel. I'm taking you down to the beach. <laughs> So he took her to his plane slash model lab. That's fucked up. There, Carl Tanzler set about a bit of DIY crafting. Oh, my God. In an effort to keep the decaying body intact. Are you ready to level up? Oh, my God, really? Carl Tanzler used piano wire to hold the bones together. And coat hangers and more wire to stabilise the skeleton. He also stuffed the insides of her torso with rags, in particular in the hips and breasts, to help maintain the shape. So your basic Thailand tit job. He replaced... (laughs) (laughs) He replaced... Her eyeballs with glass eyes. Holy fuck. And he coated... Oh, there was nothing holy about this. No, this is the corpse bride, but very much the rated R edition. And he coated her skin with a plaster of Paris all over her skin trying to stop it flopping off. Oh, my God. And attached a wig made from her hair. He also applied mortician's wax to her face. Wow. Then makeup. Drawing on her eyebrows. At this point, she looks like Michael Jackson. Eyeliner and applying lipstick. Oh, my God. I won't leave my house if I don't have the lipstick on. Holy shit. He then dressed her in a silk dress. Gloves, yeah, and jewelry, and doused her in perfume. Doused being the uh, operative word, I'm guessing. Would you like to see a picture? There's a fucking picture of this. Not at the beginning. So there's a picture of there this. is a picture. Maybe I'll leave it for a bit later. No, I need to see this now. There's a fucking picture of this. Yes, there is a picture of this. My God. I'm guessing he had to use Impulse as well. Like, he couldn't have just used, like, Chanel number five. Oh, so much Lynx Africa on this body. <laughs> if there was anything Lynx Africa was designed for, it's for this. Yeah. All right. So, Gonna take a lot to keep the flies off you. So, this is after his paper, he's, he's stuffed her full of rags <clears throat> and piano wire, glass eyes, he's put the lipstick on, he's got a wig. And is basically, essentially paper mache'd okay. her face. Did he take this photo? Or no. did the cops? Okay. Yeah. 
Holy shit. How would you describe that to our listeners? Holy shit. We will put this picture up. Number one, my Michael Jackson prediction wasn't that far off. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that is straight out of Black Mirror. That is fucking crazy. Like, what would you think if you walked in and you saw that? I think Madonna's taking it too far. <laughs> but whole, honestly, if I walked in and saw that, I would fucking just burn the place down. That yeah. is something else. That that looks true. That's like, it looks like the face mask that Dennis Rader used to jerk off in. The the fucking BTK killer by oh, Torture Oh, okay, yep, It yep, looks yep. like the shit that he would photograph himself tied up Oh. Like in knots and like yeah. in a, it's fucking crazy. That is, yeah. that is one of the fucking worst things I've seen. It looks like something you'd see in like a bad, really bad seventies like torture porn yeah. film. Yeah, like a Doctor Who monster. Yeah, but that's a but human. creepier. That's a human that's been dead for a couple of years. He dressed her in the silk dress, gloves and jewelry, doused her in perfume. He then popped her back into the cart. And he wheeled her back to his home. Oh, my God. And placed the crafted corpse of Maria Elena into his bed. Oh, God. This is some Dharma shit. And there she slept. Oh, yeah. And Carl Tanzler slept by her side for the next seven years. Now, I know what they say about bachelors not changing their sheets enough. (laughs) But, wow. Nine-year dead body. Nine-year dead body. I mean, to be fair, most of the fluids are going to be gone by that point. Except for the ones he puts in. Okay. No, if you keep refluiding it. No, she's basically a Twinkie at this point. You just keep (laughs) topping her up. Oh, check engine lights on again. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, yeah, she would be full of antifreeze and 25W50 diesel oil. Even after the death of his second child, aged 10, in 1934, who was lost to diphtheria, Carl Tanzler never left his beloved side. Wow. Mm-hmm. Carl Tanzler, would you believe, became a recluse. Recluse, COVID-19 safe. Oh. Why would you go out for a hamburger when you've got a 15-year-old McDonald's hamburger in a bell jar at home? (laughs) 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 Exactly. Yeah. So he became a recluse, but on occasion would venture out of his house to purchase women's clothing... And a lot of perfume. Yeah, I can imagine. Yep. Then one evening, yeah. a local boy told his family that he had spied the doctor. <laughs> oh, God. Dancing with what appeared to be a life-size doll in his house via a slightly ajar window. Oh, that's the worst version of Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine Joe Pesci breaking into that house just, You motherfucker, you 
Oh my god! Then it's the rest. The next an hour and a half is Joe Pesci trying to break out of the house. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh lord! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Would you believe rumors circulated around the community? Even making their way back to Maria Elena's family. Oh, no. Maria Elena's surviving sister came to Carl Tanzler's house to confront him about the rumors regarding the doctor and the doll that looked like her sister. That's, wow, that's some Jerry Springer shit. Do you have my sister's corpse in your house? Well, they thought he'd made a doll. Oh, well, that is the logical... Yeah, like he has constructed like a sex doll, basically, to look like her sister and is dressing it up like her sister. Which is fucked. Yeah. Which is beyond fucked. Yeah. Turns out, Ah. best case scenario. Turns out. So she came round to confront him about, oh, how dare you dress up a doll to look like my sister. To her sister's surprise, she found... What she thought was a life-sized effigy of her dead sister. The sister fled to the local police who quickly arrived on the scene. Okay. Probably like, oh, gosh. oh he's, he's built like a sex doll that looked like your dead sister. That's not a crime. <laughs> Holy shit, that's such a crime. It's like Florida is the third one today. <laughs> After, oh my God, well, at least it's not a crocodile. That's a nice change. (laughs) Is it a black person getting equal pay? No, then I don't care. (laughs) Make a fuck doll out of a corpse. I don't care. I don't care. After closer examination, they realized that the effigy was in fact the actual corpse of Maria Elena. Who's the first person you think who just like, Poked it and an arm fell off. Oh, yeah. Like weekend at Bernie's stuff. Vagina. Oh, fell out. What, that, it's got to be replaceable at this point. Funny you should say that. Oh, no. Carl Tanzler was arrested for, quote, wantonly and maliciously destroying a grave and removing a body without authorization. Wouldn't call it wanton. It was pretty, pretty planned and measured. So basically grave robbing is yeah. what they arrested him on. Yeah. Um, Maria Eleni's body was taken in for an autopsy. Oh, God. And the full extent of Carl Tanzler's handiwork was discovered. And yes, I know what your dirty little mind is thinking. Let me answer your questions. Please do. Let me take it. I need another drink. Yeah, bracing. This is fucked up. I don't know about these things until Liz brings them here. This is as fucked as a nine-year-old dead corpse. Yeah. Uh, In the autopsy, they discovered... You know where they went straight away. Yeah, of course. And they just worked from there. Oh, come on. They're not going to go, oh, should we fucking weigh the brain? (laughs) They're just like, oh, let's look what he's fucking done to her. You're just going to save yourself some time. In the autopsy, they discovered... That a paper-like tube was inserted into Maria Elena's vagina. What the fuck? Presumably to help maintain the shape. It's turned her into a papier-mâché fleshlight. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Although Carl 
technically never confessed to any sort of necrophilia. Oh, really? And the testing of the day showed no evidence of necrophilia. <laughs> I, I mean, I he was. I guess he was replacing the tube. I'm guessing so. Um, Post packs are cheap because you'd have to. Yeah, like that'd have to be a single use. Yeah. Oh, here comes the doctor again, looking for his mailing tube. Or maybe you just count the layers of paper. Another mating tube, tube, please. You mean mailing tube? You know what I said. (laughs) (laughs) This is where all my catalogs have been going. (laughs) Extra small. (laughs) I call it the cuckoo's nest. So he never admitted it and the testing of the day could find no evidence of necrophilia. So he may not have. <laughs> but if you're not going to, why the tube? Yeah, if you're going to preserve some structural integrity, odds are you're going to test it. Yeah, I mean, like he couldn't just put wire across it. You know, he, that's where he could have put the, you know, but no. 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 That. To let the air in, I guess. Air it out. That is fucked up. You know. Well, he doesn't have to go into the hospital anymore. He's got some free time. That's true. You know, dancing alone can't maintain a relationship. (sighs) Not surprisingly, Carl Tanzler was sent for psychiatric evaluation. Really? And was found to be... What do you think he was found to be? Fucking normal. Mentally competent. Yeah. In his defence, Carl Tanzler claimed that he was planning on taking his love's body on an airship. (laughs) (laughs) There's more to this plan. He's not just getting into the love blimp. Oh my God, now we finally know what happened to those two dudes. (laughs) Yeah, we've been booked to like pick up this guy and his girlfriend, you know, a few bucks on the side. What the hell? (laughs) Oh my God. So he claimed he was going to take his love's body on an airship straight high into the stratosphere so that radiation from outer space could penetrate Elena's tissues and restore life to her somnolent form. What? Yeah. What? Outer space radiation. Wow. In a balloon. He is radiation obsessed. Wow. And I'm just going to say, I think she's had enough penetrating her tissue. I think so. She doesn't need outer space. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she just needs space. <laughs> From you. You may think I'm a monster, but essentially with my cardboard creation, I have created the world's first standard stuffed taco. <laughs> oh. oh my God. You thought it was bad with all those billionaires sitting like in that bowl at the bottom of the Titanic. Can you imagine? So it's already awkward. Can you imagine how awkward it would be if they're, they're, all these billionaires are just on there with this guy and his girlfriend? <laughs> We came down here for the pressure so that she could meet the Kraken and the Kraken could make a deal with the underworld and give her new life. And he will penetrate her tissue. Would you like to penetrate her tissue? Uh, Her tissue box? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This guy is genuinely fucked in the head. And the 
best bit because it's like somnolent form. I had to look up what the hell somnolent was, yeah. and it was like drowsy. Yeah, yeah. Form. So like her sleeping. She was sleeping. She's dead. years dead, mate. Yeah, they used to talk about somnambulism being sleepwalking. And, oh. Yeah. 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 What, what, what is it when you root? <laughs> when you root the somnolent? <laughs> Oh, oh my god, somnolent blue. <laughs> I love how this dude is just a comic book pervert. Yeah. Oh my god, like next level. Yeah. Oh my lord. So that was his defense, right? Yeah. A pre- preliminary hearing was held on the 9th of October 1940 in Key West at the Monroe County Courthouse. But the charges <laughs> were dropped. Okay. Due to the statute of limitations on his crime having passed. No. So Carl Tanzler walked free from court <laughs> because he had stolen her so long ago and they couldn't actually physically prove eh, 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 that he'd been giving her the in and out. He walked Whoa. out. Walked out of court. Can you imagine if he was one of the German scientists snapped up in Operation Paperclip? <laughs> We have Werner von Braun, and we have this guy. What do you do, mate? I take corpses in balloons in an attempt to reanimate them in space. Uh, also, have you seen my paper vaginas? <laughs> These are all the rage in my house. <laughs> Only in my house. <laughs> paper vaginas. Everybody wants fun. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if you get a paper cut? Oh, yeah. Like, ow. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ow. No yeah. pain, no There's gain. There's some soft tissue down there. Mm. Yeah. Well, not if it's got a coating of paper on it, but... Well, that is true. So he walked free from court. Maria Elena's body was taken to the Dean Lopez funeral home. Where it was put on display! What? Where nearly 7,000 people came to view Maria Elena's body in person. What the fuck? Because she hadn't suffered enough indignity. What the fuck? Mm. Sometimes I wish Japan had won. It was back in the days where, like, well, it's interesting, so we all get to have a look at it. How good is capitalism? I know. Come and see the rape corpse. Oh! Maria Elena was finally granted some peace when the body was returned to her family. And she was taken to the Key West Cemetery and was buried in an unmarked grave. Good. Some believe that was in an effort just to keep Carl away. Yeah, well, so he's not going back to it and digging it up like a fucking dog. Yeah. Just <laughs> trying to take my toy from me. <laughs> Carl Tanzler spent the rest of his life, would you believe, living alone? No. In Pasco County, Florida. He wrote a short autobiography which published over two editions of the pulp publication Fantastic Adventures. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. This guy got a publishing deal. Wait for it. So they're like, oh my God, we want you to just focus on the most out there interesting period of your life. Yeah. Okay, the craziest thing you've done. So his autobiography focused... Of course, obviously, it's on the one part of his life we all wanted to know about. That's right, his sailing career. And that time that he, all his plans when he dreamt about sailing away from the camp in Australia. Wow. That was the main focus of his autobiography. (laughs) That's what he thought was the most interesting and unusual part of his life. Wow. Not his dead, violated 
sex Spending human seven, doll. Spending seven years with a fucking human fuck doll. Yeah. 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 No, it was dreaming of sailing away from an Australian internment camp. <laughs> While he was studying the weather. Wow. Oh, wow. Like, just when you think this guy couldn't be any more deluded, that's... Yeah. How much would you be spewing as his publisher? <laughs> what is this shit? There's very little corpse fucking in here, mate. Where's the corpse fucking? Now, God damn it, I paid you for corpse fucking. I want some corpse fucking. I think you would find the sailing boats are much better. God damn it. You know what? Now I'm starting to think I don't think you did have sex with her. No. <laughs> I think she died of boredom. Yeah. Oh. oh, she willed for death. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. She wasn't even dead. He had to paper pache her so that she could stay there and listen to his, like, boating stories. She might have just disappeared like Yoda did. <laughs> so he just had to paper mache her quickly and then, hey, it's like when you pop the balloon. I've still got the outer shell. <laughs> I saw that one thing. I don't even have kids, but I reckon this must be so spot on because I know people who've got kids. And it was just, it was this woman, and she was like, I never. I never understood that scene in Star Wars until I had kids and then I simply real like connected with Yoda when Luke kept asking him all those questions and then Yoda just died rather than I'd be asked more questions. It's very true. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, so autobiography on his sailing adventures. Right. What was quite remarkable was how Carl Tanzler was seen in the press at the time. Okay, this is Florida. The press? uh, Yeah. You should run for president. (laughs) The press painted him more as a romantic lovelorn fellow. Oh, my God. Romantic! (laughs) The corpse fucker! Necromantic. If Hallmark doesn't produce that Valentine's Day, there's our next merch. There you go. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, yes, he was a romantic, lovelorn fellow and not a creepy sexual pervert. Wow. What is even more surprising is that his wife supported him financially towards the end of his life. Well, he probably promised her a book. <laughs> <laughs> Probably he agreed to stay the fuck away. Yeah, yeah, pay him, pay him, stay away. Uh, but it would seem even after the arrest and the trial, Carl Tanzler had not been prepared to give up on his love. What? And in his home, the new home, yeah, he had created a life-size likeness of Maria Elena, complete with a desk death mask that he had created from her face when he still had her body. Oh, my God. Like, we've all been in a relationship that's broken up and you may not have wanted that relationship to break up. Yeah, and you don't wash that T-shirt. You you smell it, but there comes a time. Yeah. You need to, like, just give that shirt to the charity shop and... yeah. Move on. Yeah. You know, have a, one sad little wank. Yeah. And then donate it. Yeah. 
or you create a sex doll from it. In 1950, 10 years after the trial, Carl Tanzler received US citizenship. <laughs> oh, God. I love how that there's people like, oh, you can't let the wrong people in here. You can't let. Literally fucked a corpse, but his wife, he seems outstanding. But his corpse was Mexican. <laughs> oh. from, from Cuba. Cuba. Oh, just that's some real fine print on the mm. Statue of Liberty, isn't it? The fucking give me your poor, your tired, huddled masses, your corpse fuckers, all that sort of stuff. Who <laughs> <We> are white? <laughs> Except the Irish, <laughs> not that white. <laughs> or the Welsh. Yeah, it's just yeah. That's crazy. Uh, uh, so yeah. He received U.S. citizenship. I know we were down a lot of people after the two world wars, yeah. but come on. Come on, America. I'm come on. Just, I'm telling you, he's in Operation Paperclip. <laughs> that is the only time you are allowed to turn the fucking boat around when this creepy fucker is on it with his little paper hat. Turn him the fuck around. <laughs> All the rockets are exploding on the pad. What are we doing wrong? Someone asked the corpse fucker. You do not have a balloon. <laughs> We can get to the star's visible balloon. The radiation. Oh. I call it the love boat. <laughs> Exciting and new. I just see him Bring in Bring a-, a corpse. <laughs> you can fuck it too. <laughs> With its paper. <laughs> Nethers. Mache Verger. <laughs> you can pull it out and make one of those cute little captain's hats. And then fold it back up. Origami pussy. Who would have fucking thought? Who knew? Who knew? Who would have thought? Oh, my God. When, so when I picture, like, when, you know, when poor uh, Maria Elena first walked into the hospital, yeah. I imagine he was just, like, in a drain, like, in a gutter out the front with a little paper boat vagina, like, Pennywise. <laughs> just like, air cure for TB. <laughs> Pennywise gets the boat. This boat smells funny. Yeah. Is that paraffin wax? Oh, no. Is that Lynx Africa? (laughs) Instead of spraying the asthma spray on Pennywise, Lynx Africa. (laughs) Straight up the hooch. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like you're trying to start an old car with some carby cleaner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Ignite. Turns her into a bottle rocket. Hey, Werner, <laughs> I have created a rocket. Turns out you can create a Roman candle if you soak your fuck doll's paper vagina in Lynx Africa and ignite it. <laughs> it flies like a bottle rocket. Oh, fuck it. Oh, my God. If- this is why I don't talk in Zoom meetings. <laughs> why, do, why do I feel like we're at like a late night Elon Musk SpaceX meeting? <laughs> This is basically the meetings they have at Twitter. Oh my God. Should we do content moderation? No, then people can't make bad jokes about paper vagina rockets. I know. Oh my God. Do you know? You know what this platform needs more of? Nazis. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. So yes, ten years after after being announced a corpse fucker, he received U.S. citizenship. Yep. On July the third, nineteen fifty-two, Carl Dancer would die on the floor of his small apartment at the foot of his Maria Elena doll. 
Ugh. He laid on the floor, ironically undisturbed, for almost a month before his body was discovered. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> because I guarantee they noticed from day one he was missing, but no one was prepared to walk into that just in case. Nah. I'm not going in there. You go in there. I'm not fucking going into the fucking... No. No. The other thing as well, can you imagine if this guy would be like, oh, I got your mail. It's been in my house. Would you let... No. I think it's your tax return. Burn it. Burn it. Don't need it. Don't want it. Burn it. (laughs) Yep. You wouldn't ask him to look after the cat, would you? You would not ask him to look after anything. (laughs) Because this MacGyver will shape a vagina out of anything. anything. He really will. Oh, my God, maybe we did bring him over an Operation Paperclip. <laughs> I think so. Oh, my God. So, there you go. That is the story of uh, Carl Tanzler um, and his MacGyver vagina. And thank you, for Renee, for putting that in our heads and making us know that and never being able to unknow that. That is genuinely one of the most horrifying things I've ever heard. <laughs> that is fucked up. <laughs> He was in a committed relationship. You know, that's there's a lot of marriages that don't last that long. That's very true. It just proves that the the way to a secret marriage is apparently one of you has to be dead with <laughs> with paper insides. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. There you go. Oh, God. Yeah. That's fucking horrifying. Yeah. And uh, never be ashamed to uh, pay your ex-husband to stay away from you. Yeah, that's money well spent. Yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. You're like, why would she support him? Oh, to stay away? Yeah. No, I get it. I yeah, get it. hand him a restraining order and he starts folding it <laughs> in, a, in a very deliberate way. Oh, God. Oh, my God. If that guy had ever just, yeah, ever handed you a bill, anything, yeah. you just, oh, oh. Oh. but there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Hobbies, hey? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm into sailing oh and the weather. Next time and I like the fucking the corpses. <laughs> Remember this next time they ask you on Zoom what you're doing to relax. <laughs> Start folding a piece of paper very deliberately. I want you to just hold up a book that is just like t- Carl Tanzler's origami. <laughs> Oh. oh, there we go. Oh. If you know how to make a vagina out of paper, let us know at realmothmen at gmail.com. Uh, There's a fucking email I'm not opening. <laughs> <laughs> you say that now, but 10 years in. Oh. Oh. Jesus Christ. Everyone gets lonely on the love boat. I'm very glad we ate before we did this. Ah, uh, you know who else ate before we, anyway. Um,. <laughs> Just so, just you know, don't date a weird little sailing necrophiliac, cloud loving, demonical wearing German dickhead. Instead, marry a Mothman because real Mothman will check that you're alive and then eat the carpet. And do not. There is no nine in necrophilia. I think we're officially putting the nine in necrophilia. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like a true Ramstein nine. Oh, God, let's end this madness. <laughs>